Do you have trouble seeing up close or far away? How about at night? I know I do. Go check out Design for Vision and Sunglass Central. They are the premier eye care center for all eyeglasses, sunglasses, and contact lenses in southeastern PA. Whether it is the quality eyeglasses, sunglasses, or contacts that you're looking for, their styles represent the latest in fashionable but affordable eyewear. Not only do they offer a wide selection of non-prescription brands, but they offer prescription lenses fabrication. Whether it's in-store or online, they carry all major brands such as Oakley, Dolce & Gabbana, Coach, Michael Kors, Ray-Ban, Maui Jim, Wiley X, and many more. With over 50 years of experience, Design for Vision and Sunglass Central are the best in fabrication, selection, and fitting of designer and specialty glasses. Design for Vision has convenient locations in Morrisville, Levittown, New Hope, Newtown, and Jameson. Sunglass Central can be found at the New Hope, Newtown, and Jameson locations. That's designforvision.com and sunglasscentral.net. This is Chet with Flow Racing. You're listening to the Four Wide Salute Podcast. Fourth of July out there to all of the Four Wide Salute podcast listeners, and welcome back to another episode presented by Line Decker Racing Engines. Go check out Line Decker Racing Engines on Facebook. Go pop in J Line Decker Racing Engines into your search bar, and go see what Jason's got going on. On to our breaking news items this week: a few driver changes in the sprint car world. First and foremost. We know as of a few weeks ago that Hunter Scherenberg was relieved of his duties from the Vermeer Motorsports number 55. That ride has now been filled for the remainder of the year with veteran sprint car driver Kerry Madsen back in that car after nearly a 20-year absence from driving that car when it first came on the scene. Congratulations to both of them. And also in the all-star realm of things, Effective this past week, Scotty Thiel and the Premier Motorsports team have parted ways. So Scotty Thiel is out of the Premier Motorsports number 70. They have not announced their plans for either the driver or the team going forward. More to come on that front. And last but not least, I gave you guys the results of the high bank holdup from Fulton last week and told you Matt Janzik was DQ'd. Well, Matt Janzik had put out a press release and has filed an appeal after his alleged disqualification of the high bank holdup sportsman feature at Fulton Speedway. And he states, not only do I need to protect the integrity and reputation of my name and my racing program, but also the sport itself. More importantly, all drivers, teams, and fans need to be safe and protected from dangerous situations that could significantly harm others or worse, and that he will not be commenting further at this time while the appeal is in process. I agree. I don't necessarily know what the infraction is, but I agree. You need to protect the integrity of the sport. 
onto our results. A lot of things happening this past week. We're going to go back to last Sunday night. Pennsylvania Sprint Speed Week Super Showdown BAPS Motor Speedway 8,000 to win. Anthony Macri picking up the win over Justin Peck, Tanner Thorson, Danny Dietrich, and Lance DeWeese. World of Outlaw Late Models also in action last Sunday. Norfolk Showdown at the Off-Road Speedway in Nebraska 10,000 to win. Bobby Pierce picking up the victory over Brandon Shepard, Shane Clanton, Nick Hoffman, and Kay Dillard. Hell Tour Summer Nationals, Lincoln Speedway in Illinois last Sunday night. Jason Fager picking up the $7,500 win over Miles Moose and Ashton Winger were the podium and modified victory to Alan Weiser. On to Monday night, Pennsylvania Sprint Speed Week, Lincoln Speedway 8,000 to win was rained out. However, they did opt to pick up the Thursday off date so they moved their program all the way to Thursday. That brings us to Tuesday night. Once again, Pennsylvania Sprint Speed Week, Greg Hodnett Cup Grandview Speedway 10,000 to win, unfortunately was rained out. World of All 8 Models Mason City Showdown, Mason City Motor Speedway in Iowa 10,000 to win, and Bobby Pierce picking up the win once again, this time getting it done over Shane Clanton, Brandon Shepard, Mike Marler, and Nick Hoffman. Summer Nationals Hell Tour Springfield Raceway in Missouri. Logan Martin picking up the $5,000 to win event over Billy Moyer Jr. and Ashton Winger. On to Wednesday night, Pennsylvania Sprint Speed Week, Hagerstown Speedway, 8000 to win. Brent Marks picking up the win over Anthony Macri, Lance DeWeese, Freddie Raymer, and Danny Dietrich. World of Outlaw Late Models, Titan Machinery Showdown, Red River Valley Speedway in North Dakota. 10000 to win was postponed to Thursday. We will get to that momentarily. Summer Nationals Hell Tour, Adams County Speedway in Illinois. Ashton Winger picking up the $5,000 win over Jason Fager and Mo Bags, Morgan Bagley. Modified victory going to Austin Becerra. On to Thursday. PA Sprint Speed Week, Lincoln Speedway, 8,000 to win. Freddie Raymer picking up the win over Anthony Macri, Brent Marks, Justin Peck, and TJ Stutz rounded out the top five. World of Outlaw Late Models Titan Machinery Showdown, Red River Valley Speedway in North Dakota, 10,000 to win. Mike Marler picking up the win over Tanner English, Kyle Bronson, Brian Shirley, and Bobby Pierce. Summer Nationals Hell Tour Benton Speedway in Missouri. Ashton Winger picking up the $5,000 win over Drake Troutman and Billy Moyer Jr. And modified victory to Tyler Nicely. Utica Rome ran on Thursday night the Bill Shea Memorial. Modified victory going to Stuart Friesen. Lucas Oil ESS also in attendance with Danny Varon picking up the win over Chuck Hebing and Jeff Cook. And 602 Great Sportsman feature win to Matt Janzik. Bloomsburg Fair Raceway hosted the PA Sprint Series 305s. Bruce Kepner picking up the win. And in Speedster action, Timmy Buckwalder was your winner. On to Friday night. World of Outlaw Sprint Independence Day Spectacular, night number one at Cedar Lake Speedway in Wisconsin. 
Brad Sweet your winner over Logan Shuhart, David Gravel, Sheldon Haldenshield, and Spencer Baston. Lucas Oil ASCS, Boone County Raceway in Nebraska, Blake Hahn, your winner over Jack Dover, Jason Martin, Garrett Williamson, and Don Droud Jr. USAC Sprints Bill Gardner Spectacular, Lincoln Park Speedway in Putnamville, Indiana, 5,000 to win, was rained out, unfortunately. World of Outlaw Late Models, River City Showdown, River City Speedway in North Dakota, 12,000 to win. Ryan Gustin picking up the win over Kyle Bronson, Mike Marler, Kay Dillard, and Shane Clanton. Lucas Oil Late Models, Freedom 60, Muskegon County Speedway in Ohio. Triple features paying 3000 to win a piece. Feature number one going to Tim McCready over Brandon Overton and Jonathan Davenport. Feature number two going to Hudson O'Neill over Devin Moran and Ross Robinson. And feature number three, Ricky Thornton Jr. picking up the win over Dalton Wilson and Todd Brennan. Summer Nationals held tour, Paducah International Raceway in Kentucky. 10,000 to win, Jason Fager, your winner, over Ashton Winger and Kyle Beard. And in modified action, Tyler nicely picking up the win once again. In local action, Big Diamond Speedway, Georgie Stevenson Memorial, 6,000 to win for the modifieds. Ryan Watt picking up the win. 602 Create Sportsman feature going to Jordan Henn. 602 Create Sportsman rookie victory to Brennan Chapman. And Roadrunners saw Alex Schofstall in victory once again. US 13 Delaware International Speedway modified victory going to Carson Wright, who went 25th to the lead in 11 laps. And he passed some really good cars too. That's impressive. USAC East Coast were in the house as well with Briggs Danner bringing home the win. 602 creates sportsman victory to Jordan Justice. And Rush Leap Model action, Trevor Collins was your winner. Albany Saratoga modified victory to Demetrius Drellos. And 602 Create Sportsman ran double features with Derek McGrew Jr. and Tim Hartman Jr. picking up a win apiece. Outlaw Speedway modified victory to Corey Costa. And American Racer Sportsman Division Brian Fish was your winner. Utica Rome modified win to Matt Shepard. And 602 create sportsman win to Peyton Talbot. Can Am had Dirk Carr 358 modifieds, seeing Billy Dunn picking up the win. Dirk Carr's sportsman victory to Tyler Stevenson. And Lucas Oil ESS was also in attendance. Jordan Poirier picking up the win over Pauly Cola Giovanni and Sean Donath. Bruton Speedway, Dirk Carr modified victory to the Timmer, Tim Sears Jr. And Durkar's sportsman win to Brandon Carvey. Penn Can modified victory to Kevin Hartnett and 602 create sportsman win to Ray Leonard. Ransomville modified victory to Eric Rudolph and 602 create sportsman win to Derek Wagner. Accord Speedway finally getting back on track, modified victory to Dylan Stoyer and 602 create sportsman win to Cody Higby. Williams Grove Speedway hosted PA Sprint Speed Week, Mitch Smith Memorial, 20,000 to win. Brent Marks bringing home the win over Anthony Macri, Chase Dietz, Tanner Thorson, and Dylan Norris rounded out the top five. 
on to Saturday night. World of Outlaws sprints once again. Independence Day Spectacular, Cedar Lake Speedway in Wisconsin. David Gravel picking up the win over Spencer Baston, Jacob Allen, Carson Macedo, and Gio Selzy. Lucas Oil ASCS, Joaquini Speedway in Kansas. Jake Buback, your winner over Blake Hahn, Jason Martin, Wit Gastineau, and Brandon Anderson rounded out the top five. USAC Sprints, Bill Gardner Spectacular, night number two, Lincoln Park Speedway, Putnamville, Indiana, 10,000 to win. Rained out, however, they rescheduled it to run last night, which we will get to momentarily. World of Outlaws, late models, I-94 EMR Showdown, Fergus Falls Showdown at I-94 EMR Speedway in Minnesota, 15,000 to win. Bobby Pierce picking up another victory on the week, getting it done over Brandon Shepard, Tanner English, Ryan Gustin, and Dennis Erb Jr. Lucas Oil 8 Models, Freedom 60, Muskegon County Speedway in Ohio, 30,000 to win. As James Essex put it during the broadcast, in the late model world, it's just all Ricky Thornton Jr. It's his world and we're just living in it. And I can't disagree more. Ruben Morales made a comment on the uh, Bobby Pierce victory with the Outlaw Late Models and stated that Bobby Pierce is probably the number one late model driver in the country right now. I have to say, he could not be further from the truth. RTJ is light years ahead at this current moment. Fight me on it. But once again, RTJ, your winner. Over Tim McCready, Max Blair, Hudson O'Neill, and Devin Moran. And in local action, Grandview Speedway, modified victory going to Craig Von Doren. And first-time sportsman winner, Mike Schneck Jr. New Egypt Speedway, modified victory to Brandon Grosso. And 602 create sportsman win to Johnny Bangs. Bridgeport Speedway, modified victory to Kale Ross. And 602 create sportsman winner was Brian Papiez. Orange County Fair Speedway, small block action, Tyler Boniface, your winner, and 602 Great Sportsman win to Gary Edwards III. Woodhall, modified victory to A.J. Potrabowski Jr., and 602 Great Sportsman win to Kenny Peoples Jr. Thunder Mountain Speedway, modified victory to Jeremy Smith, and Dirkhar Sportsman win to T.J. Frost. Lebanon Valley, Dirt Car Big Block Action Victory to Andy Bacchetti and Dirt Car Small Block Win to Olden Dwyer and 602 Great Sportsman Win to Tim Hartman Jr. Afton Motorsports Park Modified Win to Brandon Lux and 602 Great Sportsman Win to Jared Green. Fonda rained out, Land of Legends had off, Fulton rained out as well as Lincoln and Port Royal with their PA Sprint Speed Week date also raining out. On to Sunday night. PA Sprint Speed Week, Opperman, Bogart, Heinzelman, Memorial, Sealands Grove Speedway, 10,000 to win. Rained out, unfortunately. They have rescheduled the event to next Sunday. However, it will not be part of Sprint Speed Week, but they are still going to pay the 10,000 advertised. 
Short Track Super Series North Region Event Firecracker 50 Fonda Speedway in New York. 10,000 to win for the Modifieds. Rained out. On to yesterday. Super Dirt Car. Stars and Stripes. Land of Legends Raceway. $7,500 to win. Was rained out. PA Sprint Speed Week. Keith Kaufman Classic. Port Royal Speedway. $15,000 to win. Along with URC was rained out and will run tonight. That will be on Flow Racing. USAC Sprints, Bill Gardner Spectacular, Lincoln Park Speedway, Putnamville, Indiana, 10,000 to win. The Macho Man picking up the win. Brady Bacon, your winner over Justin Grant, Jake Swanson, CJ Leary, and Kyle Cummins. Summer Nationals Hell Tour, Lake Cumberland Speedway in Kentucky. Ashton Winger, your winner over Tyler Clem and Billy Moyer Jr. Those are your results. On to our upcoming events. World of Outlaw Sprints Friday, West Burlington Sprint Car Showdown, 34 Raceway in Iowa. And Saturday, it's the World of Outlaws Badger 40 Wilmot Raceway in Wisconsin. Those will be on Dirt Vision. All-Star Circuit of Champions back in action Friday. They will be at Ransomville Speedway in New York, 12,000 to win. And Saturday night, Lou Blaney Memorial, Sharon Speedway in Ohio, 10,000 to win. Those will be on Flow Racing. Lucas Oil ASCS Friday and Saturday, Dodge City Raceway Park in Kansas. Go to ASCSRacing.com for viewership information. USAC Sprints Friday and Saturday, Macon Speedway in Illinois. 5,000 to win on Friday night, 10,000 to win on Saturday. Those will be on Flow Racing. Lucas Oil Late Models, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Napa Auto Parts, Gopher 50, Deer Creek Speedway in Minnesota. Those will all be on Flow Racing. Summer Nationals Hell Tour. Here we go. Tonight, Tri-City Speedway in Illinois. Wednesday night, Red Hill Raceway in Illinois. Thursday, the Herald and Review 100 Macon Speedway in Illinois. That is the night before USAC comes into town. Friday, Farmer City Raceway in Illinois. And Saturday, Highland Speedway in Illinois as well. All on Dirt Vision. Don't miss them. They're good shows. All of these events are great to catch. All of them able to be seen by us here on the East Coast. For any of my listeners out in the Midwest, enjoy at your leisure. Those are your upcoming events. Those were your results. Thank you to all of our followers and subscribers. Like and share the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Smash the five-star rating button on all the podcast platforms. Big thank you to Kenny Bruce and Bill Brown and Company for the support. On to this week's episode. So I know I told you guys like two weeks ago, no more interviews. However, I also said that if something came up that I could make it work, we'd do it. Well, I got a little angry this weekend and I felt that I have a platform to air some of these grievances that I would do it. And you'll hear it. I'm a little hot, but I pride myself on being an official, on being a race director. And Bert Wojcik, who is the announcer for URC, also had a show each week with the High Side Hustle. Bert respects himself on what he takes care of. Yes, we're going to speak to some of these common things that we keep seeing happening. And 
a lot of them revolve around people's complaints and bitching and moaning on social media. And we speak to them. We'll bring them up and maybe give a little bit of understanding as to why things are a certain way or why things aren't a certain way. And some of you, I'm hoping one person can listen to this episode and go, huh, didn't know that. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's why that's that way. Oh, okay. If just one person can take one piece of this episode and learn something from it, then I'm okay and I'm happy and I'm satisfied with the outcome of this. But there is so much negativity and crap that goes on on social media nowadays. It is disgusting. And I'm going to bring this up a little bit on later on this episode, but just a prime example. Big Diamond Speedway puts out the flyer for the Super Dirt Anthracite Assault event coming up in a week from today. And within minutes, there were six negative comments and not not about the same thing. Ticket price was too high. Why is it on a Tuesday? Um, I can't make it because I work at three in the morning. Um, You should do it this day. All of these things were like, Wait a second. What do we do when we go to our grocery store and they don't carry a particular brand of soap you like to use? Do you then go on their social media and complain? Well, you guys should carry this brand of soap. This is what I use. That's what you guys should have. Like, let's get real here. It is a business. The business does what it feels is the right thing to do to appease the masses. And I say the masses because you're not going to appease 100% of every, it's never going to happen. That is unrealistic expectations. That is that. But why is it that people feel the need to constantly complain? Look, prime example, if I don't like a song I hear on the radio, I turn it off. If you're seeing an ad for an event coming up and there's something that is turning you off that you are not liking what you are reading, don't go. It's that simple. It's that simple. Yes. S-I-M-P-L-E. And yes, it's spelled correctly. It's that simple. But when People need to make a negative comment. All it does is is pouring gasoline, waiting for someone else to light the match, and then it becomes an absolute shit show that is unnecessary. And Bert and I have a perfect idea on how to fix that. So, again, I'm not sorry. But until next time, Enjoy the show. Bill Brown and Company, located in Hamilton, New Jersey, has been in the printing and promotional products business since 1946. Owner and proud Dirt Track supporter Ken Bruce has been with the company since 1987 and continues to deliver the customer service that Bill Brown and Company has since the beginning. Kenny supports Dirt Track Racing through the sponsorship of the number 4M602 Crate Sportsman of Logan Watt and the number 11 modified of Danny Heber, 
and is also a very proud sponsor of this Four Wide Salute podcast. You can reach Bill Brown and Company by phone at 609-586-1474 or by email at kbruce at billbrowninc.com. You can also check out all of Bill Brown's promotional products on their website at www.billbrowninc.com. blew over my question just to show the ignorance that you are displaying now in front of all these other people. So permit me to shine the light of my brilliance upon the darkness of your ignorance. A special episode this week. I wasn't going to do any more interviews for the next month, but you know what? All of you people out there have enticed this one. You guys have begged for it without even knowing it. My man, Bert Wojcik, On this episode with me, we're going to break down some stuff that everyone seems to want to bitch and complain about, and everyone has an opinion, and for some reason they think everyone's going to follow suit, but it's time to speak about these things. So, for one, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Casey. You got me out of getting grilled by my uh, my uh, new girlfriend's uh, in-laws here, so at least I get a break from interrogation, so I'll take that. So Yeah, yeah. I so appreciate now, that. <laughs> so, now we'll get, so now we'll get you all fired up for when you get off the phone, and then who knows what's going to happen then. Oh, we're probably get, well, let's see here. We're probably going to be shotgunning beers and lighting fireworks and probably blowing off fingers then, so. All right. <laughs> JPP, here we come, JPP. Right? All right, man, a bunch of topics I definitely want to get out in the open and, and, you know, let's let's speak about them. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got opinions. I have a platform to do it. Let's do it. So first and foremost, I know you brought this up this past week, and I think a lot of people did. There's some things that have been going on with PA Speed Week that, for one, every year this happens. Everyone complains that Grove, Lincoln, and Port get two shows, and then they bitch about, well, why does Hagerstown, why does Hagerstown get a show? It's PA Speed Week. Okay, <laughs> so those those things happen every single year. Now, I'm going to say Grove, Port, and Lincoln, I'm not saying they should have two shows, but I understand why. Um, they, they are the 410 sprint car tracks in Central PA that run every week. So I kind of understand why you would put them on that pedestal. Not saying I agree that they should, but I think that's why. I mean, I guess I understand the why of it, but I don't agree with it. They just should. Uh, as I said earlier, there's enough tracks in Central PA and not only just Central PA, but really... Eastern PA as well that are deserving of speed weekdays and that are close enough to being on the speed week schedule. And I'm also tired of the disrespect Hagerstown gets. Every time I've been to Hagerstown, it's been a banger, Casey. A absolute banger. The track race is great. You spin across the Maryland border. You're at Hagerstown. I mean, it's it, but in the racing, it shows why it should be. I'm looking at tracks that race great to be on this schedule. And that's why they should be. And I'm not saying, you know, and that's the thing people understand is like, you know, you got to look at it logistically is like, I don't think Lernerville would be good logistically for Pennsylvania speed, central Pennsylvania speed week. No. I mean, this is based in central PA. 
Now, I think a track like Clinton County, you're pushing it, but that's a track that's deserving of being on Central PA uh, or being on Central PA Speed Week. Um, be just because how much improvement that Jason, and everyone up at Clinton County, have put in there. But by the way, shameless plug: URC is up there in two weeks, July 14th for Friday night with the 410s, and then also on July 21st we're up there as well. So I got to get my shameless plug in there for my URC boys. Um, that one's going to cost you. I know I will. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a beer when when I win Super Car Series down there in a couple of weeks. Uh, but no, I, I just think that, you know, there's enough tracks around. And I also put, you know, let's say, let's get Bedford on this schedule. Bedford's not a bad track for the 410s. Path Valley, you know, there's video. I'm starting to see some videos come up in my memories. A couple years ago when the 410s were at Path, that place is absolutely packed. Path Valley was a great track for 410 racing. It still is. And everyone out Path Valley is putting improvements into the track to bring it back. So I do think that Path Valley should be on the schedule as well. But I again, I understand why there's two four ten date or eight, the four ten tracks get two dates. I just don't agree with it as well because like like well we can go through more tracks. Big Diamond, obviously the wing sprint car racing has been phenomenal there. Every single last couple of wing four ten races and well wing sprint car races in general have been great. You can say what you want about the USAC show. You know, there's all kinds of circumstances you can, you know, whatever about. But I still think the feature, phenomenal. Yeah, the heats, you know, meh. But you don't come for the heats. You say for the feature. Feature was phenomenal at Big Diamond. I don't care what anyone says. Let Blue bitch and moan whatever he wants to do. Well, that's but, my fault anyway, so. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, well, everything's your fault. You're an official. Anyway. um, I'll say this loud and clear. He can kiss my ass for all I can. There it is. <laughs> oh, this is no no punches hold back tonight. The four I wide told salute. you, man. I'm fired up. I love it. I love you know, to see you. you. Have you even been drinking today? Like, seriously. Like, come nope. on, man. I'm oh, currently fuck. chugging a Logan Paul special prime tropical punch flavored. No alcohol whatsoever today. I'm okay. just fried out, man, when it comes to a lot of this shit. So, I don't blame you. Okay. To your point, yes, there are a lot of tracks around here that can support a 410 show. Now, you will have pushback with, well... I don't want to run on a Thursday. I'd rather race on Saturday. Well, if you want a date, you may have to get a date that is available. Exactly. And people don't realize that. I also think that if you bring it to different tracks that don't normally run 410s on a weekly basis or Mm -hmm. in Sealands Grove and Bap's case every three weeks or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's going to separate the men from the boys because... No one's going to have a big notebook on what to do at this place. Exactly. So it, take them, take them to Clinton County, take them to to Diamond, take them to uh, Path, where guys don't have huge notebooks, and let them figure it out for themselves. Let me throw a nerd track out there, and you know uh, if we can do it in Maryland, why can't we do it in Jersey? Give me. I was going to say it, but here, see, this is the funny part. You know, I love reading this shit on social media because these people are fucking morons. I love it. Uh, shouldn't be going to Hagerstown. It's not PA. And then you'll read a couple of comments down or another post. They'll say, we need to get Bridgeport on there. What part about Bridgeport's Pennsylvania either? Right. Bag, Again, the whole, bag the whole Pennsylvania part of Speed Week. Make it whatever you want to call it. Call Speed Week. Just call, call it Spring Car Speed Week. Call it whatever the hell you want to call it. I mean, look. The Hyper Racing 600 Micro Speed Week does not have Pennsylvania on it. There's a lot of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. tracks involved, but mm-hmm. they also will go run Spirit Auto Center Speedway, which is Bridgeport. Bridgeport. 
And that just takes that whole thing out of it. So if they were just to take that Pennsylvania part out of it, half the arguments are gone. Because now yeah. you can't argue why Hagerstown's on there. They've ran sprint cars for many, 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 many years. Hagerstown, I think, is like one of the original tracks, too, for Speed Week. Yep. Where they bitched about back in, what is it, 88 they started it? I think it was, 88? Exactly. Like, exactly. Where they bitched about that? Like, come on now. I mean, there's, no. Hagerstown, again, very deserving to be on the Speed Week schedule. Very, you know, a, a great track. But, yeah, you're right. There's so many good tracks out there that are deserving, and they just got to be able to compromise like yeah you know you want friday night but all right well here's the thursday night day and another thing too is that i don't think you can go over 10 days you can't go over that 10 day mark and, and you know mistaken, where next year looks to be like it's extended if i'm not mistaken they they released those dates already i did yeah i think it is 10 days again uh, so i wonder if they built in a, a, a day off again which that's another thing that kind of chapped my ass here is you know it's kind of funny that how you know we lost lincoln and we lost that's the first girl, but yeah, what's the track that got the first uh, dibs on a makeup date? Oh, it was uh, Lincoln. Okay, so I'm going to counteract this. I'm not going to say I'm in agreement, but again, part of what we're doing here is kind of explaining the reasoning behind it. That's right? true. Right. Okay, so who lost the race? Grove lost the race the first night, right? Well, Grove runs the 20 grand to win Friday. Does the mm -hmm. Grove want to go back to back days? No, I that's don't, a, I don't that's, think, you know, that's a lot. Okay. So take that out of there. Lincoln got their show in Saturday. Mm -hmm. Right? No. Right. Yeah. Lincoln yeah. got the show in okay. Saturday. Lost that's Monday right. night. They lost Monday. Okay. So BAPS run Sunday. They're good. Then you have Lincoln on Monday mm -hmm. and you Grandview Tuesday. Yep. Now, again, Grandview has always been Tuesday. They like the Tuesday thing. Eastern storm date, Tuesday. High limit coming mm. up, Tuesday. Tuesday. They like that Tuesday date. Do Is it discussed when you're booking Speed Week? Hey, everyone, Thursday's open. Here's our contingency plan around rainouts. I don't even know if they have that built in. I would think. And maybe, for all we know, Lincoln was the only one who wanted to take it because Port hadn't ran yet. Nope. Okay. And Hagerstown, you know, maybe they looked at what the forecast looked like and said, well, Hagerstown is they're going to be good. Mm -hmm. So the only one that could utilize it would be Lincoln. Maybe that's what happened. Now, All right. I will you also. Talk, you, talk, you talk to me into understanding that a little bit more. You talk to me into it. But don't worry. It, it There's still that, that other part of it. So, mm -hmm. okay. Is Lincoln the only one that hypothetically is set up to really take on a Thursday date and not complain about it or have to rework things or whatever the scenario is? Probably. Right. Now, to your point, yeah, it looks pretty fucking shady that Alan Kreitzer's series manages to pick up the open date at Alan Kreitzer's co-promoted track. Mm -hmm. Gee, funny how that happens. Yeah, that, that was the only thing that kind of chapped my ass on it. Well, but of course, the way you say it, about it, it does make a lot more sense. So that Lincoln was kind of built in as that rainy date there where Granby does like that Tuesday night. And I don't know if the Rogers, you know, right. really like to do that thir that quick turnaround Thursday, Friday, you know, Thursday have all Friday back at Saturday night. So, right. Where Lincoln, they can't. I mean, Lincoln was it. They had 600 here last night. So, I mean, it wasn't like a, I mean, it, it wasn't like a, a must-see show down Lincoln. It was just kind of like, you know, a regular Saturday night down in Lincoln last night so where they can kind of have that quick turnaround. Right. I mean, and I'm not saying that that's 
what happened, but it very well could be. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. But, you know, and it's the convenience of, okay, so let's say Grandview wanted Thursday and they gave Grandview Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, Lincoln is a sprint car track. Lincoln has a very dedicated following of fans that will go to Lincoln anytime four tens are there. Mm-hmm. You have to bring in sprint car fans into Grandview. You have to bring in all the sprint car teams into Grandview. There mm-hmm. is no in-house uh, grandstands filled with people that are there regardless. And there's no right. in-house car count. So all of that goes into play too. You have to logistically think of all of these things. And again, if it was a fly by the seat of your pants decision, Lincoln's the only logical one that I could see being, yeah, we could do, we, we could work it. Yeah. Like when I'm trying to figure out like the perfect speedy schedule and I was sitting on my computer the other night and just kind of like typing it out, like what would the ideal speedy schedule look like? Mm-hmm. And as I'm sitting there trying to type this out, I'm trying to put logistics into it to make it make sense. It is so hard to make this schedule make sense in order. If you want to keep, say, you know, you want to keep Lincoln or Port on Saturday night, you want to have the Grove on a Friday night, but then you got to figure out, okay, what nights can these tracks go here? And like, you're going to have to have a track. You're going to have to have some kind of travel there too. You're going to have one day where you're traveling. Oh, I like my rule I was trying to make was you can't travel over two hours. You can't. Right. And like the only time you have to make that exception is when you're probably going to from, say BAPS to Clinton County or something like that to make that exception in a way or else like say from BAPS or wherever some like say BAPS or, you know, Hagerstown or whatever to Grandview, then the Bridgeport and then Bridgeport back to the Grove or whatever. It's, it's so right. hard to make that schedule right. If you want to try and keep it, you know, within a two hour kind of range for everything. It's impossible. So it, it's, it's a logistics thing too. Is like, that's what makes more sense about Lincoln too, being on Thursday night, as you said, um, just because of the sprint car fan, sprint car fans being in that area. And also Lincoln's not really that far away from Hagerstown. I think no more than a half hour, I would think from Lincoln or from Hagerstown to Lincoln. It's just right down 30. It's about an um, hour. I did the trip. About an hour. I did okay. the trip last year when the uh, Lucas Oil show at Hagerstown got done early and we hoofed it till Lincoln made it just in time for the features. It was okay. about an hour. Okay. But, I didn't, I thought, I thought it was closer than that, but all right. Now here's also the problem. And, I can now speak to this because I've heard it firsthand. Well, super late model speed week came up. We got a phone call. Would you like mm-hmm. to show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I want it. I want it. I want a Friday date. Well, I can't yeah. do Friday. Well, now we're good then. Well, you're going to hear that. You're going to get yeah. it all the time. Look, is it not funny? Lincoln runs, you know, an outlaw show every year on a Wednesday. They have the mm-hmm. Monday date of speed week. Uh, you know, they run all these different things. Port will run a midweek show. They'll do this. They'll do that. They'll do three-day Lucas Oil show. They'll do all these different things. Do you notice that Williams Grove, with the exception of, God, my first year of going to Eastern Storm 2017, they ran on Thursday. Uh-huh. I remember that. They only... And then Friday night, Friday night was a silver crown, though. Mm, yes, it was a two-day yes. show. Yes, it was it a two-day two show. Day. So the funny part is, though, now they open on Sundays in the first part of their schedule. Then they go Fridays, and the only Saturday dates you see are the Outlaw two-day shows. Mm -hmm. They do not run any day during the actual week. No. Ever. No, they don't. Outside that year, they tried a three-day national open. That was it. 
But yeah, other than that, no. And the East was sore. And that was the only two days I can remember being. Or no, wait a second. Super Dirt Car was that not? Was that not a Tuesday night in twenty sixteen? Mm, maybe. I think it it's was. It long, was not. It's, it's been, been a long, long time. time. It's been yes. a long time for that race. So there you have it. Where you legit do have a track that will not run a midweek show. So mm-hmm. it's almost grandfathered that they're going to have Fridays, which I don't understand if it's speed week, mix it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mix it up a little bit. Like I always, my argument was always was had the girl on Friday nights because you race girl Friday nights and you split. Yeah. Like I, I kind of got away from that rule this year, just a little bit, just because it's no disrespect on the girl, but I'm also changing my attitude a little bit here is that, all right, it's time to mix the speedy schedule up a little bit. It's been the same for the last couple of years, you know, and don't get me wrong. There's some good tracks on there, but it's just kind of getting repetitive in a way. Yes. And where Indiana sprint week, Ohio sprint week are not like they're nowhere near as repetitive. I feel like, well, I mean, I know Ohio speed you have was that, uh, Attica, is that Attica? I think, or is that Wayne County? Has Wayne County show. had Sunday, Monday. Right. Yeah. Like what track not- wants to turn around and do it all over again the next day? No, like, okay, like, if you want to do that for, like, the end of the week, have a two-day show at the end of the week, you know, you have a free love night on Friday night, yes. Saturday night, championship race, all right, I can understand that, but not not Sunday, Monday. No, absolutely not. It does, it's, it, again. But, again, not, there's enough good Ohio tracks, too, to race on. Or else, if you can't find a track, take the day off. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of other tracks you can race. And, again, if not, take the day off. There's nothing wrong with taking the day off. Right. That, that's that's the thing that blows my mind. Like, what is this logic that goes into this every fucking year? And it's like, as soon as the schedule comes out, it's pissing and moaning about every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Here's a simple thing. You don't like it. Don't fucking go. Exactly. Don't watch. Yeah. Don't buy it. Don't say, well, I'm not going to support that. And then the first race, you're putting out a picture that you were there or you're commenting on something you watched on your television at home. Well, I thought you didn't want to go. I thought you were mm-hmm. so upset about it. Like, just fucking deal with it. Race fans are Casey. How many times have we said this? Race fans are the worst. They're, they're, they're the best for the sport, enemy. but they are their own worst enemy. One hundred ten percent. Yes, they are just they. They don't understand the logistics and some of the stuff that goes on behind it. Like, yeah, you know, you and I, you know, we can sit here and have this conversation about because good conversation to have for you know for your show and all that. But yet. We, you know, at least try and find the middle ground where these, you know, some of these fans just don't want to find the middle ground. They just don't say, oh, they don't, nope, this is it. Nope, I'm right, you're wrong, and, you know, I'm still going to be, you know, the biggest hypocrite about it. No, stop being a hypocrite and just deal with it sometimes. Or, 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 or let, me, let me rephrase that. Not just deal with it, but stick to your word, too. If you're not going to say, I'm not going to go support it, then don't support it. Here's the thing. If you make a comment on a track page that has 30,000 likes and followers, whatever you want to call them. How many of those 30,000 really give a rat's ass if you have to get up at 3 a.m. the next day and you can't make it? Exactly. Who gives a shit? Yep. Someone will probably take your seat. Yeah, exactly. And And if not, then their cooler will have a seat that night and they thank you for that. Exactly, yeah. gives a fuck? Same thing. Mm -hmm. Don't comment on our race day post Telling us that it's gonna rain. I hate that so much. Who? Uh, like, seriously? We know. We know there's a chance of rain. For one, it's for summertime. One, for one, let me lay this out there right away. Let it fly. What people don't understand, I'm gonna guess ninety percent 
of a race day post, the first one of the day, is probably scheduled to do it all by itself. It's yeah. uh, it's automatically set up. I it put, will I post put money on that before the track owner is out of bed. Mm-hmm. So they could maybe not even know what it's like outside yet. But mm-hmm. if you don't think a track promoter and owner or race director or any part of their staff is looking at different weather forecasts, different radars, different hourly projections, you know, checking their weather rock, asking the Amish almanac. The weather rock. They're all doing it. You just look like a dumbass. I you agree. Look, you look like a dumbass. Oh, it's yeah, going to no. rain. Oh, you guys should just cancel. Oh, why did you cancel so early? Oh, here we go. It's all this yeah. shit. Like, um, please, for the love of God, some track. I want them to put up a contest for a track promoter of the day award. <laughs> and you literally show up at the track and they let you in and say, okay, have fun. Yeah, go do it. How would you do it? Have fun. Like, seriously, you, you, I, have to, I, you have to worry about your food. You have to worry about uh, the bathroom cleanliness. You have to worry about is the track prep done correctly, which I'm going to guarantee that nobody out there can do it. That is not nope. already doing it at a racetrack. So there's that. Then I want you to also make sure that you take care of all your social media concerns. So you're going to have to answer to the people who are just like you. Yeah. And then tell me how much fun it is. Yeah, it's it's not much fun. Trust me. I mean, I know there's people that go have fun with it, but there's some things where no, it's not much fun. Like, there's so much that goes on. There's so much behind the scenes work, and people don't realize it. And it's so frustrating to see that. You, you see all the stuff. You know, if I ran the race, I was there's a women out there. If I ran the racetrack, by everyone on the internet. Yeah. Again, the internet is still the worst thing to happen to racing. One of the best things. I, I think you and I have had this discussion for it. One of the best, but also one of the worst things to happen for, for racing in general, because then you have everyone that they think of me promoter. Well, as you said, let's go try it someday. Just put it out there. If I, you know, let's try and run the track one day, see what happens. But you know what? I guarantee you, you're going to lose fans that way as well. Cause yeah. then they're going to see, you know, but it also might shut people up as well. Maybe it'll probably shut up. I doubt, I doubt it. I doubt it though, but it'll shut up that one person that was given that opportunity. Mm-hmm. you'd have to continually keep just doing this, keep doing it every day. That's the yeah. only problem. So it's, um, you know, it's funny. We bring this up and then I, I was on Reddit earlier mm-hmm. today. If anyone remembers Reddit, it's still out there. It's still in existence. It's still alive. Discord is kind of something very similar. Mm-hmm. That is where you can take your bullshit conspiracy theories and opinions Discuss them over there on that type of site. (laughs) The reason that racetracks and series use Facebook as the primary source of information is to give you information. Mm -hmm. It's to give you an idea of what your ticket price is. It's to give you an idea of what divisions to expect, what time we're starting. It's to give you all your information. It's information. a new form. It's a new form of AARN. What AARN needs right. to be in the, you know, from when it was started all the way right. up to like, you know, say about like 10 years ago. So if maybe we can get all of these tracks and series to get on board to turn off the comments. Oh, it's so much a nicer place. Turn off, all such it, turn off place. your comments. Also, um, remove the ability for anyone to be able to tag your track also. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? It'd be a lot quieter. So it would be. Take your opinions and your comments and put them on another forum and make it an open forum. And then you can do it all you want. Like South Jersey was back in the day? Yeah. Create, yeah. Just do your own thing. Because you know yeah. what? Track promoters ain't going to give a rat's ass what you're doing over there. No. But they do care what you're commenting on their post because whether you have a legit concern or complaint or you're just an asshole, it's not necessary. Because mm-hmm. maybe someone's just looking and has a question about if glass is permitted or can I bring in a cooler? Can I bring in a sandwich? Right. Not, well, you guys shouldn't do it this day. You should do it another day. And like they think it's so easy to let's oh let's just you know have it on this specific day. You guys can run the next day. Like why not run the next day? Like no, there's there's times and places that you can okay have a kind of a, a makeshift rain date put in there. But nine times out of ten, they're kind of you know those makeshift rain dates are after like you you exhausted all options. Let's say you rained out for like the last I don't know month or so, yep. and say all right. If we don't get it in, say, on Friday night or run Sunday night, just, yep. to, you know, try and get a race in here. Yep. You know, that's kind of like one of those, all right, the worst case scenarios. But most times, especially with these series, they can't do that. They can't because these series have built in days off for travel days, for yep. other things that need to be done. These teams kind of look forward to that as a day off or else they may have an appointment or something like that that they can at least kind of work in there as yep. well. So not trying to inconvenience these teams as well. And I... Again, it's one of those things where I think the, the main thing we're going to take away from the show is that nobody on the internet understands, nor do I think they give a damn Casey as well. No, and that's the problem. But again, it's all negative, negative, negative. There is no positivity in it, and that's the sad part about it, too. It's like when I went, and most people know, I took, I, I'm taking a massive break this year for mm-hmm. reason, just because of all the negativity that has been put out there and that is said about it as well. The racing world is so cutthroat, it's not even funny. And it's not even from like the the people in it. Like, yeah, it's, it can be cutthroat with the people in it, but the fans, they are so cutthroat too. And they just, they don't understand all the hard work and the effort that goes into it. They just, you know, they think that, oh, you know, uh, what is it? I put a post up the other day, just kind of, you know, sort of the pothole that say, hey, you know, there should be no double tracks there. And guys are like, well, can, you know, can Grandview or Big Dime put up 10, 20 grand to win? Like, why do they have to put that much money up to, you know, to win for a speed week show? Why is eight grand not good enough? Why is, you know, yep. and Paige good through the field? Yep. If they're putting, if they want the show, you know, all right, you know, they, they say eight grand baseman in the win. All right, that's fine. Eight grand to win. Why do you have to make, make up that 20 or 10 grand show to win? Plus, where is that money coming from, too? They don't understand where that money's coming from. It's coming from your sponsors. Yeah. They don't understand where these money's coming from. Any big money races, unless, I mean, look, Houston's put up quarter of a million dollars last weekend. Right, yeah. And if you didn't notice where it said High Bank Nationals, right above it said Billion Automotive Group. Mm -hmm. That is where a lot of that money came from. Mm -hmm. I think David Gravel had that Billion Automotive uh, car as well. Every big race. With the exception of Eldora, I haven't quite figured out where they're printing their money from. I don't know either. That's weird, isn't it? But you know, like the King's Royal, the King's Royal, the Dream, the 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 World, they don't have any sponsorship with any of those. I mean, I'm sure there's they a lot. Have, they do have sponsors, but there's no title sponsor. I don't exactly. Think. It's no title sponsor. You're right. Yeah, they, it's more they have the the contingency sponsors or the the secondary sponsors. So it all comes from somewhere. So for those of you who say, well. For one, if you're functioning as a racetrack, 
and you're running successfully every year, and you have been, in our case, since 1972, 51 years, yeah, you probably do have the cash flow to actually put that up, Mm -hmm. but you probably don't need to. No. Look, Brett Dayo's Short Track Super Series still has dates that are paying 5000 to win. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's they and they cars pump. and they come and they race. Yeah. And, and again, it's, I think you and I had discussion. A lot of that is because Dale pays very well through the field. Right. And that's why. And like if Super Dirt yeah. Car, it's a minimum of 7500 Guess what? Mm-hmm. There are events that pay $7,500. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. And it pays pretty well through the field as well. So again, if if Speedbook were to come out and say, okay, here's our list of events for 2024. Uh, note, Path Valley was offered a race, politely declined. They were unable to fit it in their schedule. Mm-hmm. There you have it. That's all you have to do. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Now, in Path Valley's yeah. case, they actually did comment that uh, they did reach out trying to get a date with no response. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Clinton County. Fun. So, um, but on to, on to another thing. So going back to the whole Facebook thing, too, is um, this morning, Big Diamond put up our flyer for our Super Dirt show in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I had to remove every comment in the first hour. Why? Well, okay. One thing I will make very well known here. Jake Smalley is not a fan of midweek shows. He mm-hmm. is not a fan of overbooking. Because it's too much racing, period. Any division, there's too much shit going on. So we have two midweek shows this year. USAC, Eastern Storm, great addition. It was nice to have something different. It was nice to be a part of it again. Exactly. So tickets were $30. Mm -hmm. And you got three divisions. Just so everyone's aware. Grandview on Tuesday was also $30. The only thing you didn't get at Grandview was eight Roadrunners. Mm-hmm. So, yes, tracks do talk about what pricing should look like. Mm-hmm. Now, we have Super Dirt Car coming in in two weeks on a Tuesday. That was the date they used last year. And it was a phenomenal, let me say this too before you get going. That was a phenomenal race last year. One of my favorite races last year. That's when I saw like, okay, big diamonds back, baby. Yeah. Two left, two rate, two rate. Le- uh, let me try and talk here to avoid these Susquehanna Brewing uh, companies. Uh, what's it called? Lemon is on their lemon rattlers. Phenomenal. I've been pounding those down today. So just prepare for this day. I, I kid, I kid. They've actually been really, really nice to me up here. Uh, got to give a shout out to uh, my girl- girlfriend court. You know, for let me be up here today. So anyway, so she doesn't kill me on that one. Uh, I know we're off the rails, Casey. I'm sorry you can edit this out. You're good. <laughs> but, You're good. Uh, anyway, but um, no, they. Uh, it, that's when I saw Big Diamonds back last year because that battle between Shepard and Stewie. Yep. It was phenomenal. And I don't care what night of, the week, night of the week it was. I'd be there for it anyways because of how good that race was last year. And I've seen the race at Big Diamond this year has been great all year long. Yep. It's been phenomenal. I, I think that, you know, in the races I've been there, at least, you know, for the sprint cars and modifieds and new sack, it's been great. So these comments were, uh, you're charging too much. Okay. Well, you have to understand when a series comes to your facility like that and you want to book them, they are a special treat you are trying to procure. Mm-hmm. So if you want to bring in the longest running big block modified touring series out there it comes at a price 
Mm -hmm. the higher the price, your admission will go up. Remind you, when Orange County ran their $100,000 to win race, I paid $75 for a pit pass. Mm -hmm. The ticket price for the grandstands, I believe, was $45 or $50 that day. Right. There is a reason for that because of how much they're paying to win. Mm -hmm. So, yes, your ticket price will go up. That is how this works. If you go to see one of the greatest acts of all time in the Rolling Stones, it will cost you $250 to get one of the worst seats in the building. Yep. But you can also go to your local fire company and go see a cover, ba- a cover band that wouldn't be able to hold Mick Jagger's jockstrap and maybe pay a $5 cover charge because that's the only money that that band's getting paid tonight. So, mm-hmm. again, comparatively, if you want the best touring series there is in Modified World, you will have to pay to see it. That is not a secret. No, it's it's not. And I, I know as like when I was a kid, you know, I remember when I first started getting into it, like, yeah, I you know that kind of the price point kind of kept us away from, you know, going to some races. I mean, you know, it just it depends, you know, where you're at the time. Um, but also we didn't understand like, OK, you know, you have I, I didn't understand the timing of the whole you know, mm-hmm. booking a series and, you know, how to go through the personal that neither to my dad. But like, you know, then it was also his dime, too. It wasn't my dime. It was his dime, you know, because I was, you know, you know, you know, what, like. 12 13 or whatever you know when we started going and you know i remember seeing the world about all eight malls out there and i saw like the price i think it was like 40 dollars or whatever I'm like oh my i literally mm-hmm. dropped my jaw but now as i look into it as i got older it makes more sense because you gotta you know you have to pay also the the booking fee basically or mm-hmm. the series fee then you also got to help pay that purse as well so like, there's a lot of money that goes into it and if we want these tracks to continue they gotta find a way to break right. even and that's where it comes in with that price point here. There's not that, you know, if they could, I know some tracks, you know, they're not in it, you know, they don't want to pay, you know, these 25, 30, $40 fees some nights, but sometimes you have to, especially in this economy with everything going up. If you want to keep racing, you got to charge these right. amounts. And that's what, that's, that's people that's don't understand that. So, um, no. along those same lines, high limit is coming up at Grandview. On mm-hmm. a Tuesday night, same night of the week, by the way. Don't come at them and tell them they have to run it on the weekend so you can make it because you have to work. Mm-hmm. Listen, I got to work on that Tuesday night. I got to work on that Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to try like hell to get out of work on to get down there. If I don't make it, I don't make it. I would love to make it, but I don't, if you know, but it's going to kill me if I don't. But again, this is what Granby's always done. They've run spring cars on Tuesday night. When was the last time they had a Ford fan show on a Saturday night there? How they ever? Four ten show? Oh, yeah. I don't recall one. Uh, I in my time in my time I don't know maybe the Rogers can answer us if they ever did, but I don't ever remember a four ten show being the Saturday oh, so night. So that was Grand the Day. best part. Was the one comment I got was, "Well, I have to be up at three o'clock on Wednesday morning, so you guys should run Super Dirt Car on Friday." Okay, let me get this ac- across to you. <laughs> so Super Dirt Car is not like the World of Outlaws or Lucas Oil or the All-Stars. These guys actually race home tracks a lot. Mm-hmm. Their home track yeah. rely on them. Now, they yeah. do have the occasional Friday or Saturday show, but 
it's built into their home tracks understanding like, hey, they're off that week or the tracks closed for whatever reason that week. It's it's built in mm-hmm. that way and it's been that way. But if we were to try and run a big block show on a Friday, which reminding everyone that we don't run big blocks, we run spec 358 mm-hmm. small blocks. Now, if we were to run them on a Friday, well, there goes a lot of the guys that support us every week for the past how many years that now don't get a chance to race on a Friday. And then all these guys that are running for points and everything else at their home tracks are going to be shit out of luck because you said we had to race them on a Friday. Also, don't forget that's an added cost in there too, because then they have to go like Hoosiers as well. uh, There's all that that goes into it too. Like this, this is just Mm -hmm. mind blowing. Right. So, Again, if you go back to Granby's High Limit Show, are you going to tell them, well, I like to come, but can you make it Saturday? You're out of your fucking mind. For one. And plus the High Limit high limit Series, they run weeknights as well. They only run weeknights. They do not run a weekend. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, nope. Tyler Courtney, I don't even know if he's going to be there. Even though he signed up to run, I don't know that he's going to be there. There's an all-star show in Benton, Missouri, the very next day. So mm-hmm. now let's get on to the whole ticket pricing thing. So you want to complain about our $30 for super dirt car, 602 crate sportsman regularly show a regularly point show and our roadrunners for $30. Mm-hmm. But the high limit show at Grandview in two weeks after that is $40 for mm-hmm. one division one one yeah now now uh, they do pay twenty three thousand twenty three dollars to win and yes kyle larson will be there Mm -hmm. now who else is going to help build up that price point okay rico's supposed to be there okay but i watched them last year at grandview run speed week for thirty dollars and that also included small Mm -hmm. block modifieds Mm-hmm. So, to all the people that want to complain about costs, I want to see all of them go down there on the hill that day, pay that money, and then tell me why, well, that was okay. Right? It's, again, the hypocrisy of people where they will be the one crying about it. But then they'll be the first one in line to be there. It's it's hypocrisy, Casey. 100. percent It's all hypocrisy. It's amazing, and I, it really, it is so amazing. But, it's not even funny how. Here's the best again, part. It's just here's the, the best back, part. Yeah. When I seen what the price was, did I go mm-hmm. on Thunder on the Hills post on Facebook and put forty dollars? You're out of your fucking mind. You should charge less. I'm not coming. No, because you have common sense. No one gives a shit if I'm coming or not. Guess what? Oh, we lost one fan. We lost one fan. I don't go. Again, someone will take my seat or someone's cooler will appreciate being there. That's it. No one gives a rat's ass. That's it. You could charge $5. You can charge $100. There are people that are going to complain either way. And that's Mm -hmm. the end of it. But to your point... A few minutes ago about the new AARN, the difference is mm-hmm. when you got your racing paper, 
you could read it and go, well, that's bullshit, or this sucks, or this is too expensive, or this is on the wrong day of the week. No one heard you. Exactly. You didn't have a place to go and bitch and moan. But then South Jersey came along, and then, you know, then he at least had somewhere to place. But now I always see, like, the space booking as now the new kind of yep. town square than what these forms used to be. But unfortunately, there's a lot more people that see it on Facebook than what see it on, like, South Jersey and all the other forms that used to be out there in a the day. Um, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the excuses mean or what the right answer is here, Casey. There's just so much hypocrisy in this, in the racing world. Again, it's such a toxic culture, um, that, you know, and it's sad cause I love it. I love racing, but it's also gotten so toxic where it's like, is it really worth being a part of this headache anymore? You're absolutely you know I mean? right. So then, so then let's get yeah. into what else came up today. So our Super Dirt Show at, at Diamond is July 11th, which is a Tuesday. And yes, mm-hmm. we have a rain date scheduled for the next day, which is Wednesday, July 12th. Well, which I think you used last year, didn't you? So because I yes, Tuesday was a monsoon. I was at Hershey Park Stadium enjoying Motley Crew on Tuesday and was very yeah. thankful for the rain date. So now yeah. that's been scheduled. So now. Unfortunately, Short Track Super Series at Fonda, Firecracker 50, was rained out today and has now been rescheduled mm-hmm. for Wednesday, July 12th. Okay. So, yes, let's look at this in different viewpoints. Okay. Is that a, well, I knew that, now we're going to be dicks? Probably not. Was that mm-hmm. uh, make guys choose? No. Why would you do that? Honestly, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put all my marbles in the basket of Short Track Super Series and Fonda looked at their schedules and said, what realistically makes the most sense? And that's what Mm -hmm. they chose. Now, what is going to (laughs) happen if we need that rain date? God, I don't know. It could. Uh, It's going to be it's going to be World War Three. I think it's going to be very interesting. Well, I think you're going to have two very upset people. In Matt Shepard and Matt Williamson, mm-hmm. because I think those are the two biggest yes. ones you really have to be concerned about. Well, Mike mm-hmm. Mahaney might also be another one. Yes. So there's that part of it. So what happens? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm under the I'm under the impression that if uh, a super dirt guy probably has to go to the super dirt show or losing your platinum status, and then mm-hmm. you lose your point. Ask Kay Dillard yep. what happened the other year when he did not go to Orange mm-hmm. County with the World of All 8 models and decided to go home for actually a good reason. He did not get the permission to do yes. so. He lost his point money, which guess what, folks? At the end of the year, them things pay pretty good. They pay Even very well, yes. 12th, they pay pretty good. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. it, it's a conundrum is what it is. But this is the world that we now live in of overbooking shit. Yep. And you just said about that with Jake, like, you know, it, there's, there's such a thing as too much of a good thing. I always remember that, you know, that Alan Jackson song back in the 90s, too much of a good thing is a good thing. Not necessarily, you know, when you get, you know, you do as much racing as what we do, like you get burned out pretty, you know, pretty quickly. Honestly, you get burned out, you get kind of tired of it. you just want to get back to being, you know, um, just i don't know the normacy of it i guess is full saying like you know it's okay to take a break every now and then from the stuff 
But again, it goes back to the overbooking so part. Let's of it. look at the 602 Create Sportsman, for example. Okay. So if someone races with us this upcoming Friday, okay, mm-hmm. and then they race their crate car also on Saturday, well, that's what these guys do. They race weekly. A lot of their sponsor money yeah. comes from the people that want to see them race on the weekend when they can watch it. So they're going to race Friday, mm-hmm. come home, turn their car around. Hopefully nothing is broken and then go race Saturday. Well, Bridgeport's mm-hmm. Brett Deo show is Sunday, I believe. Okay. So now there's mm-hmm. three days in a row. And then Super Dirt Car at Diamond is Tuesday and we have crates on. So, okay, so there's now four out of five days. Mm-hmm. And then there's Thursday. Well, let's say they actually do drive up to Fonda and go race the crate show there too. And then Bloomsburg, another short track super series uh, crate show is Thursday at Bloomsburg. And then we're back to Friday, Saturday again. That's pretty, that's pretty jam packed. It's a there, speed week for fuck's and- sake. It, it really, it, well, I mean, all right, I'll give you this example too. We just came off in or we just came off uh, Eastern yep. storm and now two weeks and not, not even a, a week later, we're in speed yep. week. Like it is so overbooked. Like I just, I don't know how I, we used to do it. You look at guys like Matt Hoffman and how he does so many races and all that stuff. Like, dude, it is so insane anymore. How do you Matt do Hoffman, it? And if you're listening, you're, a hell of a guy, but let's you really know. are. And this is all he does with his money. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Hey, if that's your, if that's your deal and you're rolling with it, fuck yeah, go balls yeah. out. And a guy like Matt. And again, we're not, this is not even bad on Matt here. No, I mean, he's a hell of a guy and I, we love talking. He's good for the sport too. He Absolutely. Really good for the is. Sport. But yeah. So please don't Matt, don't take this anyway, the wrong will. way here. It's like, but, you know, we, no, I don't think he really it understands is it. Insane. So now, now I can kind of understand why people are complaining about how much money tickets are. But you gotta understand, unless you're going to Linda's or Lanco on a weekly basis, this is what you're paying. You're paying twenty dollars every night mm-hmm. for a regular show. You are yep. paying that at Diamond. You're paying that at Grandview. You're paying that at Bridgeport. You're paying almost twenty five mm-hmm. at New Egypt. And that's not including your tolls to get there, your fuel to get there, your food, your nope. beer, your ice, all that shit that comes with it. And now let's, to your point, let's go back to Eastern Storm was, I think, around $30 every track. Okay, so there's how many nights? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we're talking five nights, okay? Mm-hmm. And now, yes, we are at PA Speed Week, which... 25 mm-hmm. to $30 in there every night. Thankfully, it rained out because shit, you save some money. Unless you drove to those yeah. tracks, then now you're mm-hmm. really But now yeah. here we are where we're hitting this big swing again of all these midweek shows, all these midweek shows. It is absolutely insane. Yeah, it is, Casey. It's just, there's too much going on. There's way too much racing. And, you know, another thing on that, too, is that it's 
nobody's seen, you know, to notice that, oh, there's way too much stuff going on, and they want to bitch why this guy doesn't go to this track or not, or why this guy want to take a day off, because maybe they're fucking tired. Maybe they're fucking exhausted from being out on the road so much and not being around to see their family or their kids or whatever. So, you know, this guy doesn't want to race on, you know, a Sunday night or whatever. That's fine. Let the guy, to, you know, home and stay at home and, you know, just be with their family. I, there's one thing I've learned from this break that I've been taking from racing is that, it is so much nice to be able to go and do stuff like tonight. Again, I could be out of Seals Grove tonight, which it's raining right now up here um, outside of Wilkes-Barre right now. And so obviously it's probably raining down close to Seals Grove there. But it's still the fact of is that if I was, you know, following the schedule like I would, I wouldn't be up here, you know, tonight having a good time with my family or with my girlfriend's family and getting to meet them. You know, I would have to save for a weeknight or whatever. But that's not right. That's not fair to them because they may be working yep. during the week. So, like, there's a lot of other stuff that goes on outside of race. It's not all that there is in life. And, again, if you want to go to races every night of the week, that's fine. That's on you. It's America. You choose what you want to do here. But when you sit back and look at the bigger picture and see what everything has overall, is that, okay, there's way too much stuff going on here. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, I'd be all for, you know, racing seven nights a week. You know, or doing the whole speedy schedule. And I have yeah. done it multiple times. I've done the whole, and I, by the time I get to Wednesday night, I'm exhausted. I mean, I mean, when I used to work, you know, my old schedule, I had to work, you know, pretty much the entire, I worked the seven day stretch of speed week. So I had to work, work the first half of speed week or the second half of speed week. By the time we got to the, you know, by the midway point, I'm dead tired. And I know these teams are too. And they're lucky enough, you know, to be most of them, most of them have the days off or, you know, they, they may have to work too. So, but there's just, there's way too much. But I mean, speed weeks once a year, but now it's starting to into, there's a race on almost every single night. And I'm glad we're not like in, you know, the Midwest or whatever, where it seems like there is a race well, every single I night. I mean, so look at these late model teams, right? So these guys, these are insane. They, they're insane. They do this for a living because you don't have mm -hmm. time. And now it's a little bit different too, I think too, is that, you know, I'm talking about your regular, you know, your smaller teams or whatever, but the late model teams that do it for a living. All right. Then that's maybe a little bit different. And, and look at the they grand scheme for a living because they don't have free time to do anything else. And Correct. if they opt not to do it for a living, I feel like they're just going to lose ground to everyone else just being that much ahead of them in the game because seat time mm -hmm. is what wins races. They figure everything yep. out that way. Exactly. But I give yep. late models credit though because Lucas Oil and the Outlaws work together to come up with uniform rules they came up with the tire deal and mm -hmm. you can run one of those series and still run flow race night in america schedule and xr super series and there is no uh you only get four freebies a year choose when to use them or you lose your platinum status that doesn't apply in that late model world and that is how it should be I don't mm -hmm. think that, I mean, yes, I get it. You're being, you're preventing someone from going and racing someone else's thing on your race day. That I understand. Mm -hmm. But if you have off for three days and someone wants to drive to another state to go and try and earn some money, who fucking cares? Exactly. Like, I don't understand this whole outlaw thing with the high limit series where they put that rule in or whatever. Like, I understand, like, you know, maybe it's to kind of, you know, protect their drivers from, like, say they get hurt or something like that. Maybe that's the only thing that makes logic to me about the whole situation. But, um, yeah, I don't understand the whole outlaw thing, which back to the Grandview thing, this is probably the closest we're going to get to an outlaw show at Grandview yep. for right now. What's going to be there yep. on the 20, you know, yep. on the 25th. 
honestly. And I'm looking forward to it. I am so looking forward to that race. It's going to be such. It's going to be a great night there. The good thing is um, you're going to get guys who haven't raced there or don't come into town for other shows. You'll get mm-hmm. guys like, has Brian Brown ever raced Grandview? I don't Lake, know if he has. Lake Han. Wait, no, he did speed. Week. No, he did speed. I think he did speed. Week. No, 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 no. He never did speed. Week. That's right. You know, Connor Morrell. You'll get some of these mm. guys who just Sheldon. Well, Shel- well, yeah, Sheldon's back there with the All Stars back in the day, back in yeah, the '93. But I, I just don't know that you're going to get. Yeah, you'll get different guys that you don't get a chance to see. But you get Donnie there for the first time since what 2012? Last time the Outlaws yeah. were there, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's like, just, I mean. I don't get it. it. It's what, why people just can't work together. You know, I'm with, I don't, because it, it's such a pissy match, Casey. It goes back to the whole thing about where we're in this generation of me, 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 and not like, you know, okay, let's sit down and talk it out man to man. Like, you know, and I, I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm the best one for it. I mean, you know, you see that, that thing that went around social yeah. media with me on, you know, this yeah. past weekend that took, that was, you know, a couple of years mm-hmm. in the making. Man, you know, I finally, you know, thanks to the help, you know, my girlfriend, I give her all the credit in the world. I probably wouldn't have that conversation yet, but we had it. And I feel a lot better about having that conversation about manning up and just yep. having it. And I think, you know, it's just one of those things where now you look back on it. It's like, okay, it's time to just man the fuck up and just have these conversations. If you don't want to work with these series, that's on you. If somebody wants to work together, that's when everything works so much smoother and so much well, better. It goes for everything in life. With series, look at this, and I, I, sh- I'm sure shit. I'm and sure shit someone's seen this already, but ever since the unfortunate passing of Danny Serrano and his booking of the Danny Serrano 100 weekend, it's the week after Grandview's Freedom 76er weekend. Guess what Grandview's mm-hmm. rain date is? The following weekend. What happens? Uh, the, I mean, you're going to run the sixer, obviously. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I know everyone wants to go support the Pence weekend, but I think that weekend should either be, that should be honestly last the last race of the year, Bridgeport. That should be where the you know what you know what uh, used to be wild card weekend. That Danny Randall 100 should be wild card weekend. It's impossible to book shit. It is. It it's really impossible. is. It is fucking impossible to book anything. Look, there are probably 10 tracks that race every Friday night, and there's probably 15, and I'm just talking about modified and central PA tracks, and probably 15 tracks or even more that race every Saturday. They compete Mm -hmm. every week. When does it become an issue? It's that random Tuesday that this track wants to race, but so does this one. And then it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You couldn't book that another week? Well, no, because you have Super Dirt, you have Short Track Super Series, you have every track that said, oh, you can run a midweek show, we're going to do it too. And yeah. And like, that's the problem there is like, it almost feels like the tracks should be calling each other. Like, you know, okay, hey, you know, we have a tentative date set for, say, Super Dirt Car Series coming here this night here. Um, we have a rain date the next day. This is our plan. What's your guys' plan? Like, it's almost like that's what it's going to have to come down to is like, Communication, I know it's scary. You need right? a, you need like a CBA. You need a NFLPA. You need an overseeing governing body that, look, the NFL manages to schedule thirty-two teams every week, with the exception of one, for a period mm-hmm. of three and a half months, four months, 
and they manage to pull it off every year. So yeah. why can't we get, I know we're all in competition from each other, but get a governing body. I mean, what does dirt car do? What does dirt car do with the fact that uh, some of these tracks in New York are dirt car sanctioned? So how does that work? I mean, to where, I don't know. Hey, we're going to run a special this Tuesday. It's going to be dirt car sanctioned. Let's not compete within so many miles. Like how the hell does that work? Where? What? Well, I think that kind of works out in a way, too. It's like, okay, say if another dirt car track runs, then you're still running for dirt car mm-hmm. points. So I think that's a little bit different there. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's something like that dirt car type sanction to buy that comes in and say, okay, this is what we have. And, you know, there's, you know, there's no track that can run, you know, in, you know, like you said, 7,500 mile radius. Right. That right. Can't run. So, I mean, like, you know, Port Royal was off last Saturday. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, Lincoln had the Speed Week show. It's the courtesy. Courtesy. Big yep. fucking word. Courtesy. Yep. It's like out the door for most people. Courtesy. Yeah. It's really, not, it it's is. not it bending is out over the door. backwards. It's respect and being, it's just courtesy. That's it. You know, yep. Lincoln ran off the wall divisions yesterday. Why? Mm-hmm. Because Port Royal has Speed Week. Yeah, and let's look forward to like Tuscarora 50. That night, Lincoln will probably either run either super late miles or just 358s. Right. And look at the week before. Why? And the week Courtesy. before, the Dirt Classic at Lincoln. Do you think Port Royal's going to mm-hmm. have a 410 show? Probably not. I don't think so. I'll top my head. Right. I don't think they are. Why? Courtesy. Courtesy. Yes. Even though I'm not, I'm still not a fan of Lincoln moving the Dirt Classic to the Labor Day weekend, but I'll take it personally. Some people really should try. I had this problem with New Egypt the week before mm-hmm. I bowed out gracefully. I got calls from these wingless sprint guys. Why? Mm-hmm. Because New Egypt and Bridgeport both had them scheduled for the same day. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I remember seeing about great, that. Yeah. Right. So, um, I was on board for Doug Rose was going to run them early in the night, and I was going to put them last. Mm-hmm. And they said it's about an hour drive in between. So, if you're going to run them early at Bridgeport, and we'll run them last, I can make that work. Mm-hmm. And I was told, "Fuck, we're not doing it." Okay. Why? But why? Why? But why? You have a chance to make like double money that day too. It's not like you're paying a modified purse that's outrageous. You're paying like mm-hmm. 12 wingless sprint guys who just want a fucking race. And for some reason, mm-hmm. they got double booked one day. But no, let's make them choose. But why? But But why? It's not like it's not like crates where you can have a full field at both and they choose every mm-hmm. week. No, this is a division that's off every other week and they're usually on at the other track, the off weeks. Why can't you work together? It's not fucking hard. It's not hard at all. But yet, I, again, it goes back to the point of there's no common courtesy in racing. There, in, Even in the world, there's no common courtesy anymore, Casey. None. 
and it's sad. It's sad it's to sad see. Is you have to think when someone's being nice to you and working with you and actually is approachable and seems like you're on the same page is when what's what are they going to do to leave me? that conversation who are they complaining about it to who are they screenshotting mm-hmm. or sending photos to it's yeah. horrible it is it's it, it but that's again it's it's the kind of sadness of where we are at in this generation this day and age and where you can't trust Mm-mm. a single soul and it's sad and the ones that are the ones that are good and mean well and they're the ones that are just you know used yep. up it's uh it's just it's ridiculous it is well, ridiculous, in a man. nutshell i think we've come to the conclusion that facebook is definitely toxic facebook and twitter is toxic i yep. appreciate a lot of people in racing though i appreciate the brian walkers uh mm-hmm. he's giving us information that you realistically probably can't get elsewhere I didn't know, like, I didn't know, like, until I saw Walker put out, hey, we're having these meetings about if we're racing on Friday night. And then we're also, you know, that he was the first one to say people are pissed off and he'll give you like straight up. And that's why I like Brian Walker a lot. Great guy. Um, But he will also be the one that will give you all the information about, you know, how much information do you get from him during Chili Bowl week? Everything. Oh my, it's like he's he's a grace. He's a grace during Chili Bowl week. You don't you, you can't trust anyone else but Brian Walker, literally. But people trust him, and that's the thing too. It goes back to the on the other side of the coin. People trust. He's Brian He's using Walker. social media as a journalist the correct way. He's using it for good. He's using it for great. Let's just say he's using it for great. That's the best. It's thing reliable Brian information. It's a reliable source. It is. But you have all these other people out there who honestly the majority of them that are making these comments they could be right in front of me on a friday night and i wouldn't know who they are yeah exactly the twitter eggs really you can call that that's the name for them twitter eggs let's go ask different tracks how many people are on their block list and they ain't got that kind of time to, to go through it because it's a lot and it just keeps happening yes, and this is what's actually going to happen is people are going to start turning their comments off so you can't yep and then you'll complain about that. Well, yep. sorry, Charlie. It's just the way it is because you made it that way. Yeah, you you couldn't keep your mouth shut and just deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I know you know everyone has an opinion nowadays, but sometimes you just got to keep your opinion. Yeah, to yourself. when Lincoln posts that they canceled today, cool. Now I know they canceled. I'm not going to go, or I'll turn around and come home, or whatever the case is. And I, I you know what? And I always appreciate the people that say, hey, thanks for canceling early. We appreciate that. Now we can make well, other plans tonight. Thanks for letting me know. Simple enough. Yeah. Exactly. Or like, you know, even if they like, you know, they a pop-up shower comes in the summertime. Like, you know, hey, we got to cancel. I say, you know, the people are like, you know, it sucks, but it's the right call. Because it's going to take way too long to get this track. And plus the racing may not be that good. Today. I would love for one track to go, uh, Keep checking here for updates and then eventually go call the track phone to find out our current status. <laughs> yeah, old exactly. school. Get the recorded message going. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, remember that'd be funny. Remember those days calling Grandview and calling Diamond every five minutes to see if the message changed? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. but. Uh, where, have, where are we falling from grace from, Casey? We falling from grace somewhere. It just, it's so discouraging. That's the problem. 
It is. It is very discouraging. And enjoy your beverages. Enjoy your uh, girlfriend's parents. And good luck, man. You're going to need it. (laughs) I appreciate that, man. Thank you. But no, thanks for having me on. As always, you know, if you ever need anything, please give me a call. But uh, yeah, you are, uh, if I might plug URC real quick. Uh, so we are at uh, Port Royal, which will probably be you know after the show comes out here. But we're at Port Royal tomorrow night uh, with the 410 Sprint Cars. And we have uh, a couple races in July where we are at uh, Clinton County back-to-back Fridays on the 14th. We're with the 410s that night. And then also uh, Clinton County on the 21st of July just with the uh, URC itself. And then we make a return to Orange County on July 15th for our first race there. And God, I don't know how long it's been since URC has been in Clinton County or at Orange County, but I'm looking forward to that because Orange County is one of my favorite tracks to go to. And I'm really excited to see 360 rip around there. And then, uh, yeah, so any information for URC, check out urcsprintcars.com. Uh, also, urc-unite uh, racing club on Facebook. I don't. I think we have a Twitter up yet. I gotta check with Keith, but uh, yeah, check us out there. And uh, we can't wait to see everyone uh, coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Got to uh, get the Northern Tour going and um, get the month of July, July out of here. Fifteenth. Make sure you treat one of my bestest buddies I've ever got a chance to work with in the booth, Mister Tim Pitts. I can't wait to work with Timmy that night. I cannot wait for that. And I know Tim is such a legend up there. He does a great job. Uh, love listening to Tim. Uh, you know, he's a voice of big time for a long time there. Uh, pretty much the entire decade of 2000 or mm-hmm. 2010s um, with Tim there. And he, I always thought he did a great job. And I'm really hopeful and really uh, excited to work with him coming up here in July. So I definitely will give him uh, your, best, uh, your best that night then, bud. Yeah.